0: Alright, good afternoon. It is what is it? Let's see what it is. It is Saturday. Saturday, I believe, the 23rd of July. July 23rd. Alright. Anyway, my name is Cassandra Pugh, Evangelist Pew, and we're gonna talk a little bit about the fruits of the spirit. From Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23 Um, and we're gonna talk about Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 and in Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 it says he that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls that is the King James Version and the fruits of the Spirit um, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay? That is the fruits of the Spirit. So anyway, let's talk about self-control. Self-control. It says... um, The scripture I just read. It talks about broken down. Without walls. Let's talk about that. And what that means. Broken down without walls. Means you are unprotected. And no self control. Over his spirit is. You set yourself up. For trouble. So when you don't have any self control. You set yourself up. For failure. And it means that that you have no walls broken down without walls means that you're broken and you're unprotected when you don't have any walls you're unprotected okay if you have no self-control then you're overdoing it with your mouth Your anger those that's what no self-control will bring out of you anger and your mouth, when you overdo it with your mouth, talking too much. Cain and Abel had an issue with self-control, and not so much Abel, but it was Cain, because Cain had an issue with Abel, so he lost self-control, and that's what caused him to kill Abel. Without self-control, it causes you to sin, and that's what Cain did. He sinned when he killed Abel. Without self-control, it causes you to take out of term. Means it causes you to talk out of term. I'm sorry. That's without self-control. It causes you to be disrespectful. And it causes you to murmur and complain like the children of Israel. And that's, uh, that is the fruit of not having any self-control over yourself. You can rule over your own spirit. No excuses. And there's a way where you can take control over yourself. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, chapter 14, verse 32 and 33. It talks about the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Okay. The spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Prophets. For the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. The prophet is under the speaker's control. And he can stop speaking. That's the amplified amplified version. So what that means is that you can control yourself. Um, In an instance that you see two people talking. And this is, you know, say in a church and one person has a word and another person has a word. There still has to be order. So, you know, it has to be order. So the one person say what he has to say, whether he's a prophet or not. And when he finished, then the other one will say what he needs to say. That's order. For God, who is the source of their prophesying, is not a God of confusion and disorder. But of peace and order. Okay. So yeah. You can control yourself. As is the practice of all churches of the saints. God's people. Amplified version. So yeah. You can have self-control. There's no such thing as you know. You know you're not having any control over what you need to say. A city broken down without walls is a man without strength over his spirit so you have no control over your spirit no control over your actions a city breached and left defenseless are those who do not control their spirit you have the power through the holy spirit to control yourself how to how to obtain self-control The way you obtain self-control is, first of all, you need to recognize that you need self-control. Number two, you got to seek God for it and pray. Number three, once you've sought God and you prayed, then you need to do what God told you to do and respect what we have been told to do, what he's told you to do by God for his divine results. So you have to recognize you need it, seek God for it and pray about it, and do it and respect what God has told you to do. So that you can get the right results that God wants you to get. So why we need self-control? Without self-control, we overdo everything we do i'ma tell you we overeat we talk too much we overspend we don't stop when we should we keep on going with stuff we need to stop doing we get involved with things that are none of our business there's no balance in our lives We go too far in things that we should have stopped stopped doing. We get emotionally out of control. That's why we need self-control. And you can ask the Holy Spirit for it. We are managers, not employees, to our self-control. Now think about that. We are managers... And not employees to our self-control. Managers tell self-control what to do, and rule over rule over with self-control. So when you are a manager, then you are the one that tells whoever and whatever what to do. So, okay, and employees go along with self-control by not having any self-control and doing what self-control tells it to do, which makes it rule over us because self-control is our boss. Okay, so you're either going to be a manager of self-control or an employee of self-control. And if you're a manager of self-control, that means you've taken authority over it. If you're an employee of self-control, what that means is you let self-control take control of you. Okay. In other words, are you the boss or are you the manager of self-control? Or is self-control your boss and manage over you? You have to have self-control and not have self-control have you. Make sense? Everything that is out of control, you have to manage it. Your emotions, you have to manage it. Your finances, you have to manage it. Your time, you have to manage it. Being on time, you have to manage it. Your time with God, you have to manage it. You are managers and not employees. Okay? People manage them. In other words, don't let people take you off track with what God has told you to do. Okay? You have to manage even people. When you are out of control, someone or something else is in control of you. Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. Let me say that again. Be a thermostat and not a thermometer. A thermostat controls the temperature a thermostat establishes the temperature in every situation a thermometer a thermometer are in constant and can be at any degrees hot cold warm too cold too hot unstable temperature thermostats i'm sorry thermostats so like that When I said it wrong, thermometers. I messed it up. Thermometers are inconsistent and can be at any any degrees: hot, cold, warm, too cold, too hot, unstable temperatures. That are that is a, a thermometer. Okay. So you want to be a thermostat, not a thermometer. A double-minded man is unstable, double souled. Double hearted, double minded, with divided loyalties and allegiances. Unstable, unsteady, wavering in character and in their feelings. And cannot be trusted. Okay? All right. That is a thermometer. Okay, don't know who you are really talking with two people. That's a thermometer. Two-faced, Jekyll and hide, undecided, and marked for hypocrisy. That is a thermometer. Be a thermostat because a thermostat controls the temperature, establishes the temperature in every situation. Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. So, know this, we are managers, not employees. We are not waiting on a check. We are issuers of the check because we are the owners of self-control. We just need to recognize we need God's help, seek Him, Do what he says, respect what he says, and and look for the divine results because we did it God's way. So remember, don't be a a, 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 a thermometer, but be a thermostat. Because when you are a thermostat, you're able to control the temperature. Amen? Amen.